This is Barons and Bond Podcast, episode 80, with your, again, single host, Corey Berenson. This is no Diego on this one, because I fear I would bore him to tears excruciatingly. Got to keep him excited. So, as promised, this is the follow-up to the last one. This is super adulting, but stay with us, or me, if you're interested. So... Last time we talked about blockchain, overarching world, banking, right? Okay, what am I supposed to do with that? All right. So this one is specifically going to go over the Flare Network and Flare Finance and Trustline. Okay, the basics. Um, let's just start with the super basic. Everybody's favorite, compound interest. I'm now 41 did I take advantage of compound interest since I was 20? Negative. Should I have? Yes. I'm going to do about it now. I'm going to do something about it now. Okay, that's why we're here. All right, compound interest. Eighth wonder of the world. Most famous for being pointed out by, of course, Warren Buffett and Einstein. Okay, the point of everything I'm going to say, why I'm even putting this out there, is basically why why this new ecosystem is interesting to me the best resources i've found a ton of people on twitter and youtube but the main one specifically for these things as flare and flare finance is called a website called the defi standard.com and it's led by mickey b fresh and patty xrp and the thing that I've learned to get over and that I had a little psychological thing that was in the back of my mind. Oh, look at these cheesy graphics. And, oh, they have different voices, obviously. That's a weird thing to get over. But after following all these different people, sometimes the graphics on the YouTubes are cheesy, look slapped together. These are not graphic designers. These are people learning and sharing valuable information. So... Don't let that stop you. All right, so their site is a super great resource. I'm reading a lot from between there and the actual Flare site. Okay, let's get into the nitty-gritty. All right, Flare, Flare Network is a brand new network. It's got its own blockchain. It will go live probably sometime in July, this summer for sure. It's been in development for the past four years, the CEO is Hugo Filion, and all the updates can come from him on Twitter or the Flare Network. The Flare Network is the world's first Turing-complete federated Byzantine Agreement blockchain. What does that mean? I kept asking that to myself all the time. So, Turing completeness. Turing completeness is a property of a computational system that states the system is as computationally powerful as a Turing machine. What does that mean? This means that the system, the blockchain, is able to recognize or decide any data manipulation rules. In other words, it can do any calculation. So what is a Turing machine? This is a fun Google. Uh, Turing machines are theoretical computers defined by Alan Turing in his highly influential paper called On Computable Numbers, back from 1936. He said there should be, a, in his mind, in 1936, he's like, I imagined a computer that can literally do any calculation consistently. That should exist. It is 2021. Good work, Alan. He saw the future. So the Ripple blockchain pioneered the Federated Byzantine Agreement. So what that is is a consensus mechanism. The Stellar blockchain refined this approach even further, adopting the first provably safe FBA protocol. So what does that mean? FBA systems, so in Federated Byzantine Agreement. This agreement system means that each node does not have to be known and verified ahead of time. 
the membership is open and its control is decentralized. The nodes, these are nodes as computer systems, There's the, those are the nodes, can choose who they trust. And the system-wide collection of decisions made it, the system-wide decisions come from the decisions made from the individual nodes. So all of them are basically working together to make decisions. And this strengthens the network by rewarding those that behave reliably and consistently. The Flare Network, big thing, is it brings smart contracts to non-Turing complete blockchain networks that lack this functionality. So it's going to bring smart contracts to networks that do not have them. In a scalable, efficient, and cost-effective manner. It's going to do it cheaply, the most efficient way. The native asset of Flare Networks is called Spark. And its beautiful ticker sign is FLR. Flare, get it? Spark. Haha. <laughs> and key is this native token is not used to ensure the safety of the network, like many others, which allows it to be used in applications, in any applications through the network that get created. So what it does is Flare is going to bring assets from other networks. The first ones they're starting with are XRP, Litecoin, XLM, and Doge. So those four networks do not have smart contracts. But if you bring them onto Flare, they will. And once you bring them onto Flare, it's called an F asset. So it gets minted. And that once it gets minted in the Flare network, it becomes what's called FXRP, FXLM, FLTC, and FDoge. This is the smart contract version which can always be converted back to the original at any time. Okay. We went over some terminology on the last podcast. So the Flare Network is not proof of work, and it is also not proof of stake. What are those again? Proof of work earns the native token, such as Bitcoin miners earn Bitcoin. But we know it's energy intensive, the whole world's looking at how to fix that because they want to keep it going, but they also don't want to wreck planet Earth for the computers. So that will get sorted out. Proof of stake means you earn a block reward by staking. And the more native tokens you hold, the more you can stake. So if I've got a bunch of Ethereum, I can put them into that network. And because I put a boatload in there, I can win block rewards, which earns me more of that native token. So the scaling problems doing this is what drives up the cost. So more people do that. It's busying all the networks, and that's what causes the slowdown, the bottleneck, and that's why it costs more and more to push something through the pipe. It's getting jammed up. So, but Flare, its reward systems are built by using consensus of the other assets collective value. So all those other four networks collective value that enables it to have a bigger reward system based on that and all the tokens and assets using the flare ecosystem. But this, the point of that is that it solves the pricing debacle. Okay. I didn't even know there was a debacle. Now you do. So how they solved that is they created something called the the FT FTSO or FSTO, sorry. The Flare Series Time Oracle. It's a pricing system built into the layer one of the Flare networks. So it's built into the network, not on top. This is key. And what the Oracle does is it provides pricing feeds and data. By pulling the prices of all those other tokens of any asset in the ecosystem of Flare. And they price it against the price of the native Spark. And then the rewards for those people setting up these oracles and the consistently produce correct and accurate prices, 
they get rewarded. The better job they do, the more rewards they earn, the better the network operates. And because it's a layer one price oracle, this replaces the need for mining. And there's a lot of providers, the FTSO providers out there already, and they're growing. There's more popping up. Flare also uses the EVM, called the Ethereum Virtual Machine. And what that is, is it means any smart contract token on Ethereum, you might call them ERC20s, and there's some other terms, but any of those tokens can be brought onto Flare and replicated. Any smart contract thing on Ethereum can be brought straight over. Now, the Ethereum virtual machine's physical instance can't be described in the same way you might point to a cloud or an ocean wave, but it does exist as, as one single entity maintained by thousands of connected computers running an Ethereum client. All right, let that settle. So I can't, you know, you can't point to a cloud or a wave, but it exists because it's created by all of the droplets of water together. Okay. The Ethereum protocol itself exists solely for the purpose of keeping the continuous, uninterrupted, and immutable operation of the special machine. And it's the environment in which all Ether accounts and smart contracts live. They all live in the EVM. They all live as a collective, uninterrupted, immutable operation, just like a wave. It doesn't happen without all the tiny droplets of water rushing together with all the movements of the ocean. Side note, this week, I watched Terminator 1 through 5. 1, then 2, then 3, 4, 5. This week, talking about machines taking over, it's all coming together. All right. Again, the native token of Flare Networks is Spark. Okay. Now, those who hold the FLR tokens, who hold Spark, will control the governance of the network. They're allowed to vote on what happens. And this allows for a democracy to approve proposals like future F assets, the inflation rates, fees, and collateral ratios. Everybody that owns the native token is allowed to vote on the decisions. They don't just put it out there. It's voted on, and that's what happens. Whoever, whoever wins, it's a democracy. This is awesome. I like that about it. And I found, so I personally found out about the Flare Network, like most XRP holders, when we were alerted late last year in 2020 that we were going to get airdropped a matching amount of Flare when they launched. So last fall, they said, however many you have, you're going to get that amount of Flare when we launch. That's when the big hunt for information began for all of us. So both the Flare and XRP communities have been following all of the developments and all the companies building on top of Flare ever since, very closely. All right. One of the systems being built on top of Flare is called Flare Finance. So that Flare Finance is a dApp. If you want to get cool, know the lingo. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that dApp. Yeah, no, not the fist bump kind. This is called a decentralized application. So Flare Finance is built on top of Flare Network, and it has six parts so far. It's a DeFi ecosystem. It's more terminology, so remember, decentralized finance. It's a layer two dApp built on top of the network, just like other layer two dApps are built on Ethereum. A few of these layer two dApps that are built on Flare Network are Gala Games, Flare Finance, Trustline, 888TNW, and others. If you want to see an epic uh, show reel with a, a flying girl with sweet wings in a CG world with lots of cool trance music flying over planets for, I think it's really long, like eight or nine minutes. 
Go to 888tnw.com. That's just one. It's just an epic demo reel of all time. Just you can trance out. Kind of fun. All right. So back to the ecosystem. So this brand new Flare Finance ecosystem has many moving parts. So I'm going to begin by stating all the tokens that will be that will be involved and what each purpose within it is. All right. Here we go. So all the tokens in the system at launch so far, there's several of them. There's going to be F assets. Then you're going to have Y assets, native token Spark. Then you have D Flare, Y Flare, Y Fin, and FUSD, which is the Flare US dollar stablecoin. Okay, what are all those? So F assets, as I mentioned, will come from XRP, XLM, Litecoin, and Doge in the beginning. More will be voted in in the future. You take those and they get minted on Flare Network and they have to be sent to, they can, they can just live on Flare Network or they can be sent to separate entities built on top. So then you can mint them there and then send them out to Flare Finance or Trustline. Okay, so uh, DFLARE, what is that? goes by DFLR which stands for DAO Flare. DAO, D-A-O, is a decentralized autonomous organization. So you probably heard possibly of MakerDAO. So the company's maker and it's a decentralized autonomous organization. And it can be described that's an, as an open source blockchain governed by rules, created by elected members, and all that automatically executes actions with no intermediaries so once we set the rules it's just going to run right the rules are embedded in the code and they execute by itself based on the behavior of the protocol so the protocol is this you tell me to do this this happens i'm going to behave like this automated rules all right um, after the network goes live a so when Flare Network goes live, they'll take a snapshot of how much Spark you have, right? They're going to say, oh, you have 10 of them. Okay. So after a month, however many you have, you'll receive a valueless D-Flare token. So D-Flare is valueless, but it will be allowed to be switched one-to-one -one for Y-Flare on Flare X, which we'll get into that in a second. And that's for two reasons. So they're going to give you Y-Flare, which you can use to vote on one of their platforms. And this is for two reasons. So one, they're giving it to you so you can have access to trade it and vote is to incentivize you to hold your Spark, right? Possibly get more of it and also incentivize you to get deeper in the ecosystem and start using it and see how it works. Move it around from part to part. Okay, next, Y Flare, Y F L R. This is called, this stands for Yield Flare. So, Yield Flare is just Y Flare, is a secondary governance token. So, it's a voting token that you use in the ecosystem. And it's mostly going to be used on Flare X. It's one of the six wings. Okay. So, Y Flare is used but not limited to. So you'd be exchanging exchange or wrapping fees on Flare X. Um, you can also stake it on Flare Farm, which is where you take liquidity pool participation. So I'm going to put a bunch of tokens in there on the farm. They're going to have a thing called a launch pad to launch new programs. You can use it as collateral on Flare Loans and as coverage on Flare Mutual. So if Y Flare can basically be used in a whole bunch of parts. That's what you want. You want to, Y Flare is usable in all of the wings. Okay, next is Y Fin. So that stands for Yield Fin. So Yield Fin is the primary governance vote. So it's called, and it's only, they're only going to make 11,000 of them. 
Okay, why fin is used in every part of Flare Finance. And you mostly earn it through Flare Farm. So what's the, why is it so, why is there only 11,000? Why is it important? It's because why fin equals 10,000 votes. It's like having 10,000 votes with one of them. Versus a Y Flare token, you, that means one vote. So if you really want to have a big say, it's like having 10,000 people vote with you. Um, so governance staking means if you have these voting tokens, Y Flare and Y Fan, you can put them in there and you lock them into the Flare Gov. Right, so I'm putting all these tokens in because I want to vote and I want to ha have a big say in how this system operates. That's a big point of it. All right, next is the Y assets. So these, so Y assets are wrapped versions once you bring them into the Flare Finance. So the ones they have so far, for example, these means you can you can bring those into Flare. Flare Finance versus. So they're going to start with Algo, Cardano, Ethereum, Telcoin, Celsius, Gala, Sheeb, Sanshu, Tether, Circle, which is USDC, Binance Coin, Cake, XDC, PAC, which comes from PAC Protocol, Casino Coin, and there'll probably be more possibly by launch. Okay, a uh, few of those, so casino coin, I know that people like to hear that word. I looked that up. It's specifically built on top of the XRP ledger for speed. Uh, we went over XDC last one, so XDC, as you know, is used by R3 and the Corda Settler, and it is also fast. Um, PAC protocol has a masternode system where people can get in there and start building masternodes and the point of those master nodes is you can they will contribute data to all of the oracle system so you help the oracle oracle pricing system by providing master nodes for it to run on and for doing that you will get rewarded right so rewards who cares let's talk about my dough okay so rewards are built very heavily into this first year of flare finance We'll get into that, but first, let's go over the six parts of Flare Finance. Okay, dolting at its best. Okay, part one, Flare X. All right, what is Flare X? So it is for margin trading and swapping of assets. I did not know what that means. I've never heard that, so this is all Google fun for me. All right, so this is typically used by banks and corporations. And what it is is essentially betting on interest fluctuations when people borrow and lend. And margin trading means I'm borrowing, right? So I'm going to borrow some funds to buy something else. Because I hope I by the time I borrow this, I'm borrowing it for cheaper. I'm going to buy this over here, make some money, and then I put that back in the original place because now it's cheaper all right i don't fully understand i do that well but here's the point if you just put your tokens in the flarex system you're providing liquidity for people to do that margin trading and asset swaps just by putting it in there you guys figured out 90 percent of the fees that people pay to do all that trading you earn Okay, so 90% of the fee rewards goes to the people putting the money up for people to do that. It allows anybody in there to supply people with ODL, the on-demand liquidity. I want to buy this and bet on this and exchange this and do that. For me, y'all handle that. I'll put up the funds. You guys figured out, but I'll earn the fees, 90% of them, you know, split amongst everybody. Uh, in other words, so FlareX is the Uniswap competitor, if anybody knows about Uniswap. But unlike Uniswap, it's built on the Flare network, 
alongside the XRP ledger. It's, it works in tandem. It's not built on Ethereum. So the trading will be faster and cheaper, which is a big deal. So Uniswap is also, again, a layer two built on Ethereum. Flare X and Flare Finance is layer two built on Flare. All right, the second part, Flare Farm. Uh, Flare Farm and Flare X work hand in hand, meaning you will you'll need liquidity tokens from Flare X to use Flare Farm. So you put some funds in Flare X, you get liquidity tokens. You can then take those and put them in the farm. Okay. Uh, main part of this, I think, initially is rallying the Flare ecosystem to participate in sharing and earning that the governance, the voting tokens, the YFIN. Uh, it's liquidity mining and you farm more of the token you put in. So I want to farm for what I'm putting in. It's like throwing out my fishing line with a worm on it because I want to get more worms. I know that's corny, but you know, you get it. Good thing about Flare Farm though, while you're farming, like my little garden back here, my honeydew's looking great, by the way. I wish I could feed all of you with my beautiful honeydew. I have a little watermelon. It's looking beautiful. Okay, so just like that farm, you earn daily rewards. Daily. Okay, you're in the system, you earn that daily rewards. You will get yield and you'll earn it in the form of tokens. You will earn in the form of fees accrued from your liquidity tokens. You, um, there will be appreciation and depreciation, depreciation of the underlying token. Um, you'll earn Y Fin and Y Flare because you're farming so good. And that means you earn the power to vote more. So you're earning, then you have more say. This is looking good. Uh, Flare Farm Launchpad is a way uh, to give people that hold or in this ecosystem, and you can actually support and vote for projects being built on Flare Finance. Say, like, oh, you want to get crazy? You want to do some sort of crazy shady loans? We're going to not allow that. Oh, you're doing something great. I will vote and support you. Okay. Part number three, Flare Wrap. So this allows holders of other tokens on other smart contract networks, such as Ethereum, and you can bring those over to Flare Network. So the first networks that will work with Flare Wrap is Ethereum, Terra, and Binance. And there's a lot on there. That enables all those to be brought over. The other thing is Flare Wrap. It bridges the value from different networks. So all those other networks that collectively have a big value, we can bridge them all through Flare Wrap. Okay, next part four is Flare Mine. So this delivers a means for, for Bitcoin and Litecoin miners so to actually use their miners to earn Spark and other non-proof-of-work assets. Okay, part five, Flare Mutual. That's where people, if we all work together, we're gonna pool our assets together. Let's all put them in a pool and with others and we'll create a mutual fund. This is a fund where we mutually put our pot together, put it all in the middle, and this will be for peer-to-peer -peer insurance. Like, oh man, I really wanted to borrow in this from Flare Loans, but I need some insurance in case I default. Who's going to provide your insurance? Oh, all of us working in Flare Mutual. We got you. Get some little insurance going on. And we will provide coverage for you, which means you can borrow and lend like credit. And it will be mutual funds, but from everybody working together. Pretty cool. Okay, part six. Then there's Flare Loans. Yes, loans. You can loan your assets, right? Put them in there, just like a bank. And then I'm going to borrow up to 70% against it. I'll put it in there. I'll borrow 70% of it. Pretty nice. You can also 
Again, pull your assets together and let others take loans. So, all we're, you know, let's all pitch in. Let's do a loan for somebody and then we share the APR payback. Pretty nice. All right, time for some Q&A. You are wondering, hey, what's some great... Question number one, what's some great references? Like I said, the DeFi standard. There's also a YouTube called Community Flare. Ton of short videos. More digestible and short term than DeFi standard videos, but you know, one is to get a little toe wet and the one you dive in. All right, question number two. Can I exchange my F assets back to the original? Yes, at any time. Can I put these F assets into the other Trustline app, which will also have what's called a stable pay app? So Trustline is the is the the DAP, and then stable pay will be the app you actually have on your phone. The answer is can you put them in there? Yes. All right. Will compounding work best if I don't just leave it all in flare once I let's say I make a bunch of F assets and I just leave it in there. Is that the best way to compound? And the answer is it doesn't matter if you leave it in there or you put it in trust line or you put it in flare finance, all of these spark rewards will still come to you. All right, what's the best? What well then what's the best way to maximize compounding and earning all my spark rewards? Again, it doesn't matter where you put it because the equal amount will come based on how many you put in. And that is confirmed when I message Patty XRP. And again, follow them for any questions for sure. All right. Next, can I use my Uphold wallet and transfer directly to Flare to mint F assets? Yes, you will be able to do that. But there will be an easier way. There will be a uh, two new wallets coming out. There will be a Bifrost wallet and also a Decent wallet. I'll get into those in a second. All right. And once you put them in those wallets, you can mint your F assets and you can delegate your votes that we've been talking about. So, of course, the next question you're thinking is, what do you mean delegate my votes? What are you talking about? That's how you do it. So you also want to optimize earning your Spark rewards, right? And the best way is to delegate your votes. And you're going to delegate the voting and pricing stuff to the computers and the network uh, that are all part of the Flare series time oracle, right? So all those pricing mechanisms, you're going to delegate to one of those companies, and they definitely suggest, Hugo also suggests, you do split it amongst three. Like I want to uh, delegate it to at least three of the pricing providers that are part of the Oracle system. All right, who, who are some of the current FTSO choices? All right, so there's a bunch of sites, which I'll put. Now, if you look, F, look up FTSO in Google, there's one called FTSO in Europe, Australia, UK, one called Finance, but I'll put those links. If you just look up FTSO and Twitter, you'll also see a lot of the providers. And within the wallets, you'll be able to choose them. So they'll all be in there. You don't need to really know where, who they all are. They'll, they'll be available within the wallets to choose. All right. How do I know which ones to choose? Who's the best, right? So it just, you just, they're supposed to all want to do the best job to earn their most rewards for themselves. I'm going to start with the ones that have been around the longest, which has been the one based in UK, one based in Europe, and the Australia one. Those have been around the longest. But again, they're all allowed to provide these data prices from Flare. So they should all be equally pushing to do the best job. All right. And. Okay, next question. What are the rewards? Again, the rewards is you will earn back the F assets that you put in. Now, whatever you make, you get more of that, and you also earn Spark. All right, here's a big question. This one has a 
bunch of breakdowns, so hang tight. How much F assets should I put in trust line versus Flare Finance? It's like, hey, why are you going to listen? I don't know. Naturally, it's a personal choice. Diversifying is always a good thing, right? That being said, let's go through some thoughts. Okay, for example, if you go into Flare Finance, you will earn fees, right, in those liquidity pools. And by doing that, you get some tokens, which you can then put in to make an mine Y fin. And that whole time, you're still earning the original F asset and the original and Spark. Okay. But if you put, if you have F assets in trust line, you will earn Spark rewards the whole time plus the appreciation of the F asset. Meaning, okay, I've got XLM or XRP or Litecoin and it bumps up a whole ton. You can immediately pull it out, switch it over. If it's, I'm talking rapid, like extremely rapid jumps. You can pull it out and have that faster. So it's more short term, you know, hey, I, I can still earn my rewards, but if the original asset I, I exchange goes up really quick, I can take it out really quick. Okay. Difference is the fees you earn by putting liquidity in Flare Finance, they might, like you earning all these fees, they might outweigh the price jump. And so I look at it as more of a longer term investment. So I, you know, as it looks to me right now, may Flare Finance looks longer term, trust line may look shorter term, possibly. So next, FXRP specifically. So you have to kind of think about this one because you have to decide maybe around the lawsuit settlement timing. So if you just leave that token on, the original Flare Network or Trustline, and it jumps a ton when the settlement happens, you could go back one-to-one -one right away, take profits, right? And then maybe put them into Flare Finance. But let's say the price of your asset goes down after you put it in Flare Finance. It, it dumps. But you just put it, you just locked it all up in Flare Finance. Well, you can still, you're still providing liquidity, so you can just wait, kick it, while you're waiting for the price to come back up, you're still earning all the fees from loaning it out. So it kind of doesn't matter. And you're still earning the spark rewards. So you just chill, relax, leave it in there. Um, all these rewards on Flare Finance, they're heavily incentivized for the early adopters, right? I'm talking the first 180 to 365 days after launch. In one year's time, you will still earn rewards, but uh, it goes down because they're expecting the overall liquidity in the entire network to be up high where they don't need to incentivize people to get into it. It'll be in, the value will be there, it will be being used, and they won't have to give away as much. It'll be up and running and highly liquid. All right, again, any F asset can always be traded for its original. All right, you're wondering, hey, what about fees? Aren't they going to be getting, who's getting paid for all this exchanging? Yes, yes, there are fees. Are there not fees at every bank and every loan you've ever gotten in your entire life? Yes, there's fees. When you mint the assets, when you convert them back to the original, when you move them around from the different parts of the ecosystem, they're minimal, right? They're not high, but yeah, there's fees. Um, and okay, next question, what do I, what do I do with my spark first? What's the immediate thing I should do? They give it to you. Um, they suggest immediate, you know, right away, just assigning it, putting in one of the wallets and assigning it, um, delegating the votes, like pick those Oracle pricing providers, just pick three, let that system start happening. Let that mature. The better that pricing system runs, the longer it operates, the better it gets. So they're saying, hey, let's let's start feeding into this pricing oracle system. Okay, next, I've mentioned this a bunch of times, trust line. You're wondering what the heck is that? 
What is Trustline? All right, Trustline was created in 2021, way back in 2021. And it's a a crypto credit network that pioneers the issuance, the issuance of the first trustless stablecoin that settles for payments in less than around three to five seconds. Sound familiar? Because it's built on the XRP ledger. Trustline Credit Network enables people that put money in to loan it out, and they mint what their that stablecoin is going is called Auri, A U R E I, and by minting that stablecoin, you earn interest from the people borrowing and spending. So borrowers who use the app, they borrow Ri on the Flare network, which runs on the XRP ledger, and all that's kind of in the background. I'll break it down soon. So it, the basis and the conceptual idea for this came from, uh, is inspired by MakerDAO, Compound and Uniswap. Just so you know, those are borrowing and lending systems and the individual tokens for those systems. First one is worth 2,600. The next one's 300. Next one's 18 in that order. And these are all loaning systems. So there is value in them. They're being used now. This will be another system like that in that vein. Again, RA is a stable coin and uh, I'm gonna. S- oh, if you want to know this, stick with me. I'm just gonna read it. It's an over collateralized stablecoin that's backed by Flare or the other assets, F assets such as FXRP. So you put in your Flare, you put in your FXRP. It gives the collateral for the RI to be used within the system. Sometimes it's over collateralizing is of two two times or greater is required. So they're gonna ask for a boatload of collateral to make sure that RI is always equal to one dollar. All right. Next, probity is a DAP. Fancy now. Probity is the DAP where users provide the RI liquidity. So there's gonna be app called stable pay from Trustline and it's going to source payments from the vault they call it the probity vault so they're going to the app is going to pull money out of the vault so they can use for people to borrow and send to each other then they're going to have a token that lives within the system all these tokens are exchange mediums but whenever you take it out you're going to always take out the original and convert it to that value but within the network, there's a TCN token, the Trustline Credit Network token. It's a semi-stable governance token, which is a voting token earned. So you earn more TCN tokens and RI by providing liquidity. You put your Flare and your F assets in there, you're going to earn some RI and TCN tokens. They have voting rights, but due to the voting rights, a premium may be placed on the price. However, it is guaranteed to stay at $1. They're both supposed to be $1. All right. So RI suppliers, you're putting money in there for people to borrow. Then you can get in, you can get your interest paid to you. All that interest you're earning, you're going to get paid back in the TCN or RI token. Now, the stable pay app, the actual app people will download from the Google Play Store and and iPhone Store in the future. The app will allow people to borrow money from anyone and pay each other back like a credit card in small amounts over time. Okay, here's the whole point of why I'm saying all this stuff. Why? Who cares? What's the big deal? Here, imagine a world. Here's the scenario. First, you put your Spark tokens or your FXRP into the vault, the probity vault. While it's hanging out in there, you're going to earn Spark rewards from Flare Network. So you're going to be earning your Spark while it's kicking it. Now, 
people out in the world. They're going to download StablePay app. They're going to quickly send each other money, kind of like Venmo. Like, oh, send me 50 bucks. We just had dinner. Cool. Send you 50 bucks. The person that got paid for dinner, they got their 50 bucks right away in the app. But the friend that just paid them, I can pay it back, but I could actually pay it in small amounts over time like a credit card. So it's a credit card style loan. And that ability is provided by people who put money in the vault. And because you did that, you're going to earn the interest from all these people taking their time paying each other back. So you're going to earn the free spark from just being in there and you earn the interest. The interest is going to be paid to you in RI or TCN, which are both pegged to a dollar. And you can take that out anytime. But with anything, the more you leave in, the more people borrow the more rewards and interest you earn. Within the app in the background, RI will be used for people to pay and borrow from each other, but that can always get kicked out and withdrawn as another asset, right? But within the app, they're borrowing and sending. It'll link to bank accounts or crypto wallets, which are linked to bank accounts, but it's the same thing. You're borrowing, people are literally receiving it away, right away, paying each other back slowly. All right, so at some point, it's not going to start with it. At some point, Trustline will have a fiat on-ramp, which means in the future, you could just use your debit card, put some money into Trustline to loan out, but right now it's crypto only. You'll only be able to move Flare or F assets in there which is the point of the two wallets I talked about at first. So if you put them in the initial wallets, buy Frost or Decent, from there, you're already in there. You can send them to Trustline. You can send them to Flare Finance, and you don't have to jump so many wallets. So having one of those two will allow you to push them into either place, and all of the interest and rewards go back to those wallets also. So it'll be a much easier way to use all of these things I'm talking about. All right. So, great. You're like, what am I supposed to do with all this information? I'm just dumping on you. Okay. I guess if you decide to dig in, here's the, the one, two, three steps. You're like, okay, great. Sounds awesome. Now what? One, you would need, you would obtain flair or any of the underlying F assets. You could also have the Y assets. Once you get those, once the network goes live, the wallets become live, put them in the specialized wallets, and um, which means when they come out, I'll have to move it from my ledger or my uphold wallet into Bifrost or Decent Wallet. Little background on those. So the Bifrost, so Bifrost wallet, because I'm sure you're wondering, is made by two TOWO labs, T-O-W-O labs. And it's, and you can, like I said, you can send a Flare Finance, Trustline, Probity, delegate your votes, do all that business straight from Bifrost. It's a Flare network partner and developed with Ripple X. And it's being developed with all things Flare related in mind. It's a digital wallet only right now, but it integrates with cold storage, like a ledger, decent, and there's other cold stored crypto storages. It was built with Ripple X and XRP Ledger Labs. It runs on the XRP Ledger and partnered with Flare. The second one, Decent Wallet, not a good name to be called Decent. That's pretty good. But yeah, D apostrophe C-E-N-T, decent. The decent wallet's pretty cool too. It and it but it's not limited to just flare. It has a physical card, it had like a credit card, it has a biometric fingerprint wallet, like a cold wallet you can hold, and a virtual digital wallet, you know, web, phone. And that one actually already has a Flare Finance testnet for beta testing. So if you want to just start beta testing with the fake assets just to move around, they have that out now. 
And okay, next. Remember the the flare rewards they're only earned by minting F assets or using flare or using spark in any of the ecosystems. Okay, another side note, once you're if you start moving stuff around if you haven't already, you're going to notice speed. For example, if you move Bitcoin from one wallet address to another, it could take 10 to 15 minutes. If you move anything that runs on XRP Ledger, it moves in three to five seconds. I think about it, think about mailing a letter versus sending an email. That's the time difference. This is a major thing to let sink in and why I see it as the future. So, so, so some assets, when you start moving things around, move quick, some slow, it'll happen. Just have some patience. But really, all of this is faster than three to five days. All right, we're going to wrap this up now. It's almost at an hour. What's the point of all this? As, as you know, taking control of things that we've ignored gives us the power to take responsibility of anything that you put in other people's hands. One, which I constantly bring up, reminded for myself, one is health, mental health, physical health, emotional health, financial health, all in phases and parts as you go, right? Once we start feeling better, we start taking ownership instead of blaming others, sometimes by subjectively putting them in control. I mean, we're put in the position to blame others you're not done with that. You want to take responsibility and ownership. And that allows you to be, be in charge of sorting out the problem. For me, facing the fact that I need to fix things I've messed up and stop blaming others starts with realizing it's my fault. And, and even if it's not my fault, I could, I could make it my fault. And that puts me in a position of authority to sort it out. This is totally and completely a major lesson from all of Jocko's books and podcasts, um, from the kid ones to the grown-up ones. And even this, this entire podcast is me sharing my mission of sorting myself out, sorting things out, and sharing what I find along the way that I think improves my life or others around me. I love to share what I've learned. I love to learn, and that's a great big part of it. So, in closing, well, I'll be back chatting with the kids because they're more fun to listen to, and we'll have some guests on. And as always, thank you so much to anyone that takes time out of your busy life to listen to my country twang. Giddy up and be healthy, y'all.